Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. You know what? I I don't even know where to start with this one. Um, this story broke yesterday all over social media where a African-American woman was hit in the face by a man who threw a rock or a brick. I believe it was a brick. They're saying a brick, but there's an article in which quotes her stating it's a brick and a rock. So at any rate, she was hit only because, only because she rejected this man's advances. So if you want to hear my take on it, stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You know, it's crazy. You know, this month I'm doing an episode a day. And this is the fourth day of the month. So the last three days, I, you know, talked about a particular topic as I do. And yesterday's topic, I talked about (laughs) rejection, right? Ironically, I talked about rejection, overcoming rejection and setbacks when it comes to, you know, dating and meeting people. And lo and behold, this situation popped off. And for those of you who... Maybe living under a rock, no pun intended. I'll just briefly tell you uh, basically what happened. In fact, I'm going to tell you this. If you type in woman hit at this moment, at least for me, when I type in woman hit, you know how Google gives you a suggestion? It comes up as woman hit in the face with the brick, woman hit with brick, woman hit in the head with brick, woman hit with brick after rejecting man. It is all over the news. Newsweek, Black Enterprise, of course, um, all over TikTok. This is crazy. Reddit, Twitter, anything that you can think of um, is, is all over. So this situation has turned pretty viral. There are a couple of things, a couple of takeaways, a couple of things to consider off top. Number one, number one, this woman has a TikTok account, a social media account um, in which she does skits. Um, So that's, that's one thing to understand. Number two, this incident that occurred was not a skit. A guy approached her. And she rejected him. According to uh, Newsweek, the woman on the video can be heard saying, y'all, this man just hit me in my face with a brick. 
and all of these black men just watch. This man grabbed a rock and hit my face because I would not give him my number. I didn't see the video. I do not care to see the video. And from what I understand, there this particular video is only of her reaction in the aftermath. As of this moment, there has not been a video released of the incident. Chances are there's not a video of the incident. But basically, she went on live to document the entire situation. According to this article, the next video shows the victim in the hospital wearing a gown and showing a large swollen lump on the side of her face. It is huge. According to the article, she continued to say that the crowd of men just watched her get a brick thrown in her face. Let the man get in the car and leave. How and left. How is this okay, she asked. Now, I want to speak about the obvious. No means freaking no. And it does not matter if you tell a guy to fuck off or if you tell a guy, hey, I have a man or no, thank you. If this particular individual feels disrespected or this type of individual feels disrespected in any type of way, they resort to violence. Knowing that, knowing that the woman is not with anybody that has the ability to protect her, right? Reason why he approached her because he felt she was single or available. So clearly there's no man there. And then the second thing is, is that they're, they assess the scene and assume, and in this case, he was right on point, that no one would intervene or react to this act of violence. A lot of people have opinions about the man who threw the brick, whether or not it was justified, but you have quite a few people that are defending the men that stood around and allowed this man to leave before authorities came. My, I want to give you first my take on the bystanders. I feel that, unfortunately, in the type of world and the climate that we live in today, most people especially bystanders, are weary of becoming that person to save the day. Because in so many different scenarios, the person that comes in and intervenes ends up a part of the altercation. And a lot of times they end up shot or more seriously injured than the person that was in the altercation. That's one thing. The second thing, if you're in that vicinity, and you, again, there's no video, right? You may have just walked in on the scene and not really know what's going on. 
You could have saw what happened and not being able to process it quick enough. You have some men out there that just can't fight, won't fight. And then there's that safety issue, as I just described. You don't know if this individual who is completely unhinged enough to throw a brick at someone's face in front of people, right, that they don't even know. You don't know if this person has a, another weapon, an actual weapon. The assumption is he doesn't if he picked up a brick, but immediately when it comes to violence of this nature, you're wondering, okay, uh, <laughs> what can I do? I do feel that it is a great risk to intervene. But I also, as a woman, feel that someone should have done something. Regardless of how anyone else feels about it, it's just shocking to me if my mom was in that predicament. I don't know, or, or my sister, or my cousin, or my friends. I would have wanted someone to intervene, call the cops, console her, try to talk to the guy, try to get the tag of the car that he drove off in, in some way try to help. I'm used to having men around that probably would have intervened would have fought the dude, but not everybody has that in them. Now to the people that are justifying his actions. You know, social media is a weird, weird, tricky type of thing. It is very, very interesting how people are quick to try to find another angle. They literally searched this woman's social media to find her views and to determine based upon her views, they determined that she was a feminist, therefore she deserved the treatment. There's whole groups on and lives going on on TikTok and other platforms, Twitter, there's a conversation about it on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, basically debating if she deserved it or not. And then there's a narrative that people are trying to paint, the ones that are not supporting her, trying to paint that she slapped a man earlier that day, which has been confirmed that she did slap a man. But get this, it was a skit. It was a part of a skit in which she had a dialogue and she slapped a white man and walked away. That has, that's just acting. It pains me to see how quick people, especially our people, are quick to try to find to, a way to justify this type of behavior. In the uh, Newsweek article, they interviewed quite a few people um, about the incident. 
One was a professor by the name of Yuju Anya. She's an associate professor at Carnegie Mellon University. On Twitter, she wrote, Black men pulling stuff from a black woman's social media, they claim, show that she did not deserve protection when a black man smashed her in the face with a brick. She says, goes on to say, same thing white supremacists do after cops murder black people to claim they deserve to die. There is no way we are going to support or be better as a people if we are looking for loopholes and reasons to justify violence, be it black-on-black violence or any other type of violence. When our black brothers and sisters are being murdered by supremacists, white supremacists, or by bad cops. There are some great cops out there. Let me say that. I have some in my family. But the first thing the media does is try to find something in their past that has nothing to do with the incident to justify and to vilify, to justify the action and to vilify the victim. If you have a problem with the fact that they are digging up stuff in people's past that they did months or years ago, such like George Floyd, to justify why he did not deserve to breathe. If you find that troubling, you should find this troubling as well. There was a story also earlier this year, of an African-American man, black man, who was killed by his white girlfriend. He was stabbed. And you had a lot of black people, women, who was, you know, empathetic or sympathetic about the situation until they found out his opinion of dating black women. On April 3rd of this year, according to Revolt TV, officers responded to calls of a stabbing at the one Pissarre Paraseo luxury building somewhere in Florida. The victim was rushed to a local hospital and eventually pronounced dead. Authorities say he was stabbed in the shoulder by his white girlfriend, Courtney Kalini, during what they believe was a domestic dispute. But at the end of the day, people was looking through his socials and was like, oh, he don't like black women. It does not matter. A life is a life. An assault is an assault. And it does not matter what a person's preference is, if they want to give you their number or not. If they like black women or black men or not. No one deserves to be assaulted or to lose their life. It's pathetic. 
And with that, this is D. I'm out.